It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Ramble Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah and presented by Rippin.com. As always, the Ramble Podcast is coming to you live from the Super Plus Rippin.com broadcast studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop rambling, Dave DeBah. The Ramble We Go. I am Dave Tabar, and I want to talk sports with you, North America. Coming up on The Ramble today, we do a quick recap of week five of your National Football League season. Plus, we give you our top six power rankings of the NFL and guess what, North America? <laughs> Rob Gronkowski is back in the NFL. Well, sort of. All of that and more coming up on the Ramble today. We begin today with a week five recap of your National Football League season. And I am going to start today's recap with what occurred on Monday Night Football. Now, the San Francisco 49ers, a team that I have historically, if you will, hated on. <laughs> and, and that is for a wide variety of reasons. And I said last week that if the 49ers played well on Monday Night Football, that I would have to begin to give them some props which is why we're starting with the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo, I know 49er fan, still looks like he's a little bit of a deer in the headlights at times, but nothing wrong with his performance on Monday night. 181 yards and two two TDs. Matt Briata, of course, 114 yards and on the first play from scrimmage. The very first play from scrimmage for the San Francisco 49ers at home. He went 83 yards for a touchdown. Look, this game for me was less about the 49ers performance and more about how well the San Francisco 49er coaching staff had game planned for the Cleveland Browns. It's almost as if Freddie Kitchens would have done a better job in Cleveland if this game had been on Thursday night versus Monday night because <laughs> because Kyle Shanahan had more time, simply more time to devise really cool running plays. Look, I haven't seen cool running plays like this in the NFL for about 15 years. Absolutely fantastic job by the offensive line, by the coaching staff of the San Francisco 49ers. And on the opposite side of the fence, the Browns defense was literally held in check by the deer in the headlights, Jimmy Garoppolo. 
As for Baker Mayfield, (laughs) and you've heard me say it numerous times on this podcast, but please get rid of all of those commercials on national television. Baker, you are not allowed to do any more nationally televised advertisements until you actually make the playoffs. Look, I'm not even asking for you to win a playoff game, Baker. I'm just saying make the playoffs and then bring back the John Deere Baker Mayfield cutting the grass at the football stadium commercial or the Baker Mayfield getting a lemonade for his wife in the stands (laughs) at the football field. Look, when you're Baker Mayfield and you throw two interceptions, fumble the ball once, and complete just 100 yards, just 100 yards, and have the fourth worst quarterback ranking in the National Football League for active quarterbacks, you, sir, do not deserve any national television commercials. I'm just saying. All right, so moving on to the Panthers versus the Jaguars. Now, all I'm going to say about this is Garden Minshew looked good at times and then didn't look good at other times. The game management that the Carolina Panthers played throughout this game is exactly why they won the game. Now, I remember watching Christian McCaffrey play at Stanford University, which is right down the street from our offices. And I can tell you that he was the real deal in college. And I was shocked that he didn't get picked earlier in the National Football League draft the year that he came out. Absolutely a stud at running back. It took about a year and a half (laughs) for Ron Rivera and the Carolina Panthers to truly figure out that he was actually a three-down running back. Not just somebody that can go out and catch screen passes and get you 20 to to 25 yards. Christian McCaffrey is the real deal. I mean, did you see him flying through the air? Did you see that? (laughs) 19 rushes, 176 yards, two TDs, plus he got hurt. Who knows? It would have easily, easily cleared 200 yards had he had the chance to keep playing in that game. Steelers at home against the Ravens. Now, I had completely forgot what a big rivalry game this was going to be. The hitting in this game was some of the best hitting that I've seen so far through five seasons of the National Football League. Now, Mason Rudolph actually got hit so hard that he got knocked out before he even hit the ground. Anyways, uh, the Ravens end up winning in overtime, partially because Juju Smith-Schuster fumbled the ball. And it wasn't so much a fumble as it was a really good play by the Ravens defense. I always feel bad. I always feel really bad for those wide receivers who are just trying to make a play and somebody comes up and just simply punches the ball out. It's almost as if it's not their fault. Anyways, Juju had one touchdown for 75 yards and seven receptions. I don't know what's going on with Lamar Jackson right now. Um, There were times during that game 
where he missed wide open wide receivers by at least 15 yards. I mean, literally overthrew them. Like, if he was on the border between South Dakota and North Dakota, and he was trying to keep the ball in South Dakota, he would have easily sailed it into North Dakota. I'm just saying that Lamar Jackson does not look good in the pocket. The Ravens are going to have to settle him down and figure this out. One TD, three interceptions, but the Ravens still find a way to win that game in overtime. Look, I'm not even going to talk about the Washington Patriots game. 33-7. to The only thing I'm going to say is that through five games of your 2019 National Football League season, the New England Patriots have given up two touchdowns. <laughs> Just two touchdowns. Now, uh, none of this was uh was really um surprising in in terms of like the final score which was 33-27. At one point, it looked like Jay Gruden was going to save his job as Washington was up 7 to nothing in that game and you could just see the Washington fans there in good old DC getting super excited. Maybe Jay Gruden was going to find a way to turn the corner. My biggest regret over this whole Jay Gruden thing is that Daniel Schneider blew the opportunity to fire him at halftime. I can't wait for that to happen. It's going to happen one day. It is absolutely going to happen one day that an owner is going to get so upset by a pathetic performance of his team at halftime that the owner is actually going to run in to the locker room in front of all 53 players and all the trainers and all the specialists, you know, the people that help you do uh, calf muscle squats, <laughs> the ab specialists, you know, the 100 plus players that uh, 100 plus people that are actually in the locker room. I am looking forward to that happening one day. Anyways, Jay Gruden is out. Uh, in Washington, it should have happened probably last year, to be honest. I mean, I'm just saying. This is not a good Washington team. Oh, and good news, Washington. Bill Callahan is gonna be your is gonna be your interim coach. Hey, let me tell you about Bill Callahan. I wouldn't be terribly surprised to see Bill Callahan turn around and get the Redskins, at least for the games that he's coaching, to go 500. And it's going to get to a point where if you're a Washington Redskin fan, you know that if Callahan goes 500 during his tenure as an interim head coach, you know Daniel Schneider is going to fall in love with that. And you're going to be back in the same boat with a quarterback, with a coach getting fired in three years, and it will be Bill Callahan this this next time. Bill Callahan is not the answer in Washington, Daniel Schneider. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to Tennessee. Look, I have no faith in Marcus Mariota. The Buffalo Bills are 4-1 as a result. 14-7 was the final there. The revenge game between, <laughs> between the other Gruden brother, John Gruden and uh, Khalil Mack went to the Raiders in uh, London. Now, the worst play 
of the season, of the entire season so far, has to go, absolutely has to go to Derek Carr for that absolute horrific uh, lateral, if you will, to his running back. I mean, he missed his running back as bad as Lamar Jackson misses wide open wide receivers in Pittsburgh this week. That is how bad that ladder. Like, I was like, where is he going with that? Like, were his eyes closed when he made the pitch? (laughs) Anyways, the Raiders held on 24 to 21 and nothing like a John Gruden uh, locker room after a win. Are you with me? Knock on wood if you're with me, North America. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the mononucleosis New York football Jets, the second saddest, maybe third saddest franchise in all of football. Uh, Carson Wentz and the Jets, uh, Carson Wentz and the Eagles, that is uh, an easy win, 31-6, to not much to say there. The Vikes went into New York, and at least one Minnesota team got a victory in New York last weekend. 28-10 to 10 was the win there. Kirk Cousins sort of silenced the critics at least for a week. <laughs> Two touchdowns, no picks, 306 yards, and he actually threw the ball past 20 yards to a couple of his wide receivers. I'm just saying we'll have to see what happens this weekend against a real team in the Philadelphia Eagles. Texans, Falcons. Speaking of the next head coach to get fired, (laughs) Atlanta, that's our next watch. That is the next opportunity for us to have an owner come down at halftime and fire our head coach. That is the hot seat that the Atlanta Falcons coaching staff is currently on. Deshaun Watson was unbelievable. I don't know if he was just unbelievable. Or if that Atlanta defense was really just trying to uh, emulate its uh, brethren team, the Atlanta Hawks, who play no defense as well. (laughs) 53-32 is the final there. Cliff Kingsbury uh, got his first win with Kyler Murray, who threw for 253 yards and actually got a touchdown. And they barely beat the Bengals, the 0-5 Bengals. They barely beat the 0-5 Bengals. You know how I feel about the head coach, which is Cliff Kingsbury, who does not deserve a head coaching job in the National Football League. Despite all of that, 26-23 was the win there. Saints and Teddy Bridgewater against Jameis Winston. Now, I got this game wrong last week. Um... Bruce Arians, hell of a job. I'm sorry. Like, it's not often that a team is two and three, and I'm giving the head coach credit. But Bruce, seriously, this, they could easily be the New York Jets of the South. I'm just saying, Bruce Arians has turned Jameis Winston around. I'm not saying Jameis Winston's a Pro Bowl quarterback. I'm not saying Jameis Winston is going to the Hall of Fame. Well, maybe Jameis Winston will go to the Hall of Fame someday like the rest of us and pay to get in. He's not going to go in as a player, but maybe Jameis will actually just show up and look at the bus. (laughs) I'm just saying. Anyways, the ball control offense. And I know how everybody out there is like ball control offense. That's like a, a negative term. But with Teddy Bridgewater, 314 yards, four TDs and a pick. 
and the style of ball control offense that Sean Payton has sort of gotten into a groove with, with Teddy Bridgewater, is really starting to pay off. I'd still like to see Teddy throw the ball down the field a little bit more, but this was the first week of the three weeks since Teddy Bridgewater has started that I actually started to really believe that Sean Payton could turn Teddy Bridgewater into a Pro Bowl quarterback because Sean Payton understands the strengths of the players on his team. How else can you explain losing Drew Brees and then bringing in Teddy Bridgewater and winning three games against three tough opponents? Bridgewater and the Saints, at least under Bridgewater, is 3-0. and They're now 4-1 and on the season. Look, I've been suspecting this for a long time, but it could be the end for Philip Rivers. I love Philip Rivers. It pains me to say this, but in that high school football field that they play in in Los Angeles, which is right down the street from where the Goodyear blimp is located, the Sandy uh, Los An- uh, Carson Chargers <laughs> lost to the Broncos at home. 20 to 13. But if I'm putting blame on anybody, it is simply put on Philip Rivers. Philip has been at this too long to be making the kind of mistakes he's making. And I'm not sure it's necessarily his fault. I think it's finally catching up with him where his body is starting to break down just a little bit. I hope to be wrong, but that's what it looks like in Carson, California. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Carson, California is basically part of Los Angeles, or law, as I like to call it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is doing me no good on my fantasy football team, but the Green Bay Packers went into Dallas, another game I got wrong, 34-24. to And of course, uh, Dak Prescott ended up padding his stats significantly in uh, in the second half. Look, they were way down, They made a nice comeback. At least they showed some heart. You know, the Cowboys showed some heart. It's painful for me to say that. But they did show some heart. 34-24 was the win. The other Aaron was the story for the Green Bay Packers as Aaron Jones, 107 yards and four TDs, plus 75 yards in the air was Aaron Jones. Jones for nearly 200 yards of total offense. The Kansas City Chiefs at home on a nationally televised Sunday night game. I love this, this nationally televised thing. I mean, like all games are essentially nationally televised if you have the NFL package. And even if you don't, like half of all the NFL games are nationally televised anyways, North America. Anyways, the uh, Colts, what can you say? I mean, this is just is just good coaching. That's, that's really what this sort of comes down to. Frank Reich and the rest of that Colts coaching staff knew how to go into Kansas City and beat Andy Reid. And it is as simple as that. They made adjustments. They even made adjustments at halftime. <laughs> Whereas Andy Reid did not make any adjustments at halftime. I think Andy Reid has gotten a little bit used to the magic of Mahomes 
and is relying on it a little too much. There needed to be better adjustments made on both sides of the ball by that Kansas City Chiefs team. I blame this loss on Sunday Night Football, not on Patrick Mahomes, not on the Kansas City Chiefs defense, but solely on the shoulders of Andy Reid, who got flat out outcoached at and on that Sunday night game at home. Embarrassing was Andy Reid, North America. And finally, <laughs> uh, well, we did cover the Seahawks game uh, last week in one of our other uh, uh, podcasts. And uh, you know how I feel about the performance that Russell Wilson uh, put on in that game against the Rams North America. Okay, breaking news. Oh my gosh, this is all over the NFL network. <laughs> it's it's everywhere in North America. Rob Gronkowski is returning to the National Football League. Well, well sort of. He'll be a broadcaster in Fox's NFL Sunday. Um so he'll be an analyst. Uh waiting to see like, how many chairs can they actually get on that set? <laughs> I think things are going to get to the point where they could actually just do a whole round table on that set. You know, like a complete round table. They just get a couple. They're, they're like two people short of a round table on that on that show, the Fox NFL Sunday pregame show. It's a great show. I mean, it's a little uh, a little bubblegumish. For, you know, like real National Football League fans. But it's a great show. Um, So Rob Gronkowski is going to be an analyst um, for Fox uh, as it relates to the National Football League. You can see his debut (laughs) in Times Square, I believe, on Thursday Night Football, which is the great package that we talked about last week between Amazon Prime Video uh, the NFL Network, and Fox Sports. Rob Gronkowski back to the National Football League as a broadcaster uh, and analyst. Uh, very interesting to see. I thought Gronk would be really good in, um, actually, during a game. Like, as an analyst, an in-game analyst. I, I think Gronk would be good at that. I'm not sure how this is going to play out for him as an in-studio analyst. That's different than somebody actually sitting down, watching a game, and making comments on the game as it happens. This might be a little too pre-rehearsed for us to really get the true Gronk and have him shine, as I'm sure Gronk wants to. But we will have to wait and see how that all works out North America. Okay, so... We are at the Ramble, trying to do more Rambles. And um, uh, so uh, we're trying to get a couple of the Ramble podcasts in a a week, uh, especially during the National Football League season and uh, the NBA season. We are, as we mentioned on our last show, rolling in the process of rolling out a new website, uh, which is Rippin.com, R-I-P-P-I-N-N.com. (laughs) <laughs> you, you got to use a lot of P's and a lot of N's because that's all that was available, basically, North America. Anyways, uh, we have a, uh, a um, new things coming to the uh, to the website daily at this point. Plus, we just launched our first power rankings. 
Yeah, it took us five weeks to get there, but we've got our week six power rankings uh, live on ripping.com. So do check those out when you have a chance. Now, this is not your ordinary power rankings. You know, we don't sit here and put the Kansas City Chiefs in the top three after they lose to the Colts at home. They don't deserve to be in the top three. And in fact, Andy Reid should be really happy that the team over at Rippin.com even agreed to put him in the top six. (laughs) So obviously, the number one uh, power ranking for uh, week six is the Patriots for Bill Belichick. That's, you know, all all I can say. Look, they've got an aging goat at, at quarterback. And honestly, the real story so far this season is this defense. I have not seen a defense play this good like since the 1940s. And I wasn't even born until the 70s. <laughs> I, I'm literally seriously. They've given up two touchdowns in five games, North America. Enough. I know they played mediocre teams, but still. I mean, <laughs> that's that's impressive. Number two on our list uh, this week for week six is the Saints. And once again, good coaching always pays off. And that's what you have with Sean Payton. When you give Sean Payton um, uh, excellent draft picks and an excellent defense, and you combine that with really strong talent on the offensive side of the ball, Sean Payton is not going to squander that. Sure, they're going to lose a game here and there. But this Saints team, even with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, could easily go 12-4 and four this year. Uh, at number three is Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Look, once again, good coaching pays off. Plus, let's just face it, North America, if you have a chance to have Russell Wilson as your starting quarterback on your National Football League team, don't you take him. Don't you take him. I know you fall in love with what Patrick Mahomes can do. And you fall in love with what, like, Carson Wentz can do. Um, And you don't fall in love with what Jimmy Garoppolo's not doing. I'm just saying. (laughs) But don't don't you just think for a second, just a second, that, you know, Russell Wilson's a winner. He's uh, he's just a winner. Look, they're not going to win all their games. They'll probably finish the season 10 and 6. But I think at this stage of the NFL season, they're one of the top three teams and then one of the most dangerous teams in the NFL as it stands today. Moving on to number four is the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz is really back on his game. Look, I don't know how long Carson Wentz is going to be able to play. I can pretty much guarantee he's not going to be able to play as long as Tom Brady's played because he plays differently than Tom Brady. He literally is a quarterback who likes to make contact with defenders. He's a tough guy, is that Carson Wentz. I'm not even sure he'll make it through the first half of the season. That being said, as it stands today, and yes, the New York Jets do suck. (laughs) But the Eagles handled their business and didn't even allow the mononucleosis New York Jets into that game. The Kansas City Chiefs are at number five. Uh, I'm sure Andy Reid will right the ship. They will, you know, probably also go like 12 and four this year and win their division and all that stuff. And at times, Andy Reid will look like a genius. He only looks like a genius when there aren't, when, when he's playing against a coach 
who's not smarter than him, which is about 80% of the time in the National Football League. It's just that there's a handful of coaches in the NFL that, quite frankly, are better than Andy Reid. And that is the sad but true truth for all of you Kansas City Chiefs fans. All right, and finally, with the number six power ranking for Rippin.com and then on the Ramble podcast, <clears throat> uh, very difficult for me to do. Um, but we started out the show by giving love to the San Francisco 49ers, and we're going to end the show by giving love to the San Francisco 49ers. I don't care who you've played, but when you start out a season 4-0, and and as long as those other teams were actual NFL teams, <laughs> not like in the NBA preseason. Like I'm watching some of these games in the NBA preseason. I don't even know the teams that they're playing. Like they're from different countries and they got different names and they're barely professional teams that some of these NBA teams are beating up on in the preseason. Still, Nick Bosa is a beast. He's an absolute beast. In his post-game press conference in the locker room, (laughs) not really a press conference, but in his post-game locker room interview, basically Nick Bosa said he was was taunting and chanting Baker's name throughout the entire game. And he did such a phenomenal job against Baker Mayfield. The um, Kyle Shanahan offense, the tools that he now has, are exactly why the San Francisco 49ers are 4-0. and Look, they're not going to go undefeated. They'll probably be 4-1 and after next week. Still, as it stands today, you got to give the 49ers their credit. I'm still concerned about Jimmy G being a deer in the headlights, but for the rest of the team, this is a well-deserved ranking. Congrats to Kyle Shanahan. And all of those San Francisco 49er fans who have been suffering for quite some time since they let Harbaugh walk out the door. All right, North America, thank you so much for tuning into the uh, Big Ramble. We are on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, whatever the hell that Google Apps player name is, <laughs> and, uh, and iTunes as well. Uh, we also are on Twitter and a bunch of other places. So do check us out when you have a chance for the ramble. As always, I am Dave DeBall reminding you, I had a cold this week, reminding you that you can't win a championship if you play for the Carolina Panthers. Oh, look, I'm playing hurt. And good luck, North America, because in this era of Donald Trump being your president, trust me, you're going to need all the help that you can get. number one number two employee leave a message at the hey jamie it's me jamie this is your daily pep talk i know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group mad harmony 
but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.